Welcome to episode 13 of the Infuse You podcast. My name is Teresa and I'm your host. The goal of this podcast is to help women and young girls fill up their cups. Oftentimes we are so focused on helping and supporting others that we forget to take care of ourselves too. Today's episode title is Setting Boundaries. Setting boundaries isn't rude or mean, it is necessary. So let's get into it. Sahar Andrade, who is an award-winning coach, author, speaker, and strategic specializing in DEI and leadership says, good personal boundaries build great interpersonal and professional relationships. Some people feel the need to please others, often without realizing that by saying yes to everything, they're also saying no to something else that might be equally important to them. This can have negative effects on both your personal life and your career. Not being able to set healthy boundaries can be related to common issues like low self-esteem, needing approval from others, learned helplessness, or the fear of being rejected or criticized. Now, ask yourself how setting boundaries can benefit you and the people around you. The primary benefit of setting healthy boundaries is self-care. Some of us were raised that it was not okay to say no, and if we did say no, we would be criticized or looked down upon because of it. However, I'm here to tell you that saying no is not only helping you, but it's also helping the person that you're saying no to. Take this for example. If your friend asks you to help her prepare for an upcoming community event and you say yes, knowing that your schedule for the event day is already more than 50% full, you are taking a chance that you may end up being late or having to back out at the last minute. Now this can not only put your friend in a bind, but can also impact the future of your relationship as she will see you as bailing out on her and not being reliable. Most importantly, this will cause unnecessary stress for the both of you. This example also shows the benefit that setting boundaries can have on conflict resolution. Instead of committing to helping your friend with the event, what if you told her that your schedule was pretty full that day and you did not wanna overcommit and leave her without the support she needed? This would reduce the conflict that you had in the first response by saying yes and not coming through. Then she can also find someone else that would be able to help her just in case you can't. We have to be realistic in managing our time and what we can actually do and not do. So to keep your stress level low, your sanity high, it is best that you set boundaries in all parts of your life. Now, setting boundaries and overcommitting myself has been a challenge for me most of my life. I always want to be there for everything and for everyone. It wasn't until my mother passed away in 2008 that I really learned the value of setting good boundaries. It was something that I learned from my grief counselor and a book that she had me read called Foolproofing Your Life, How to Deal Effectively with the Impossible People in Your Life. And the name of the author that wrote this book is Jan Silvius. I believe I mentioned this book in a previous episode. Uh, Last name is spelled S as in Sam I. L, V as in victory, I-O-U-S. If you haven't read it, pick up a copy. Amazon has it. It's a great read. So this book mostly talks about setting boundaries in our relationships and how to deal with people who aren't on the same page as you are in life. Back then, this book really helped me to deal with challenging relationships that I had with some of my family members. And it helped me to understand that there's only so much that I could do and only so much that I can take. However, after learning about setting boundaries in relationships, I discovered how to set boundaries in general. Have I done this perfectly throughout my life? Absolutely not. This has been a constant learning for me because I am a person who loves to help others and loves to be involved in so many things. I found myself overbooked and exhausted plenty of times. 
But some of the things that I've recently implemented in my life to help me set boundaries have really helped me. Now, when I told one of my friends about this first one, they thought I was crazy, but I've implemented phone breaks. So on my personal calendar, on my iPhone, I block out two blocks of time every day that are put on my calendar and they literally read phone break. This means I'm not on social media. I'm not accepting calls or responding to texts if they're not from my husband or my kids. I'm not reading personal emails or looking at my schedule. I simply put my phone down for that period of time and don't pick it up until the time block has expired. Everyone is constantly on their phones all the time. And for me, it for me, being on my phone all the time had become draining and time consuming because I was always trying to check social media, see what everyone else is doing, what's going on, what's new online, checking celebrity news, talking to friends for hours and hours, all while I had other important tasks that I needed to accomplish at work and at home. This change has been a great one. However, I do have some friends that ask why they have to schedule an appointment to spend time with me. And I tell them because my time is valuable and I don't have the luxury with the way my life is set up to just get up and go. So if you're my friend or if you're someone that I'm acquainted with and you want to get in some time with me, yes, you're going to have to schedule it and I will add you to my calendar. That's just how it is. All right. The second thing that I've implemented in my life recently is not going all out for those that are not going all out for me. With this boundary, I've started evaluating all the people in my life and how far they have gone to support me and the things that I'm involved in. Then when they ask me to show up for them, I rate them on how often they've showed up for me and then I decide if I can make time for them. Now, don't get me wrong. I know that everyone can't show up for everything, but there are some people in my life that never show up for me, but they always expect me to show up for them. Now in the past, I would make excuses. Oh, I know why they can't show up. But then I had to come to realize that if I can make arrangements within my busy life schedule for them, they can do the same for me. It's all about whether or not I'm important enough for them to do so. So show up for the ones who show up for you. And showing up doesn't always mean actually attending your event or coming out to wherever you're at. Showing up can also mean making a donation for something that you're working towards, sharing a post to help you promote it or giving you a shout out. Okay. So I'm showing up for the people that are showing up for me. Number three, I'm saying no more. This one was really hard for me because I hate to not be available for others, but I am only one person and my time has to be carefully prioritized as it first goes to my kids, my husband and our home. If my home life isn't right, nothing outside of it is worth it. This year in particular, I had to let go of some things that I've always been involved with in the most recent years so that I can focus my time on my family, our businesses, and just have time for new and different opportunities. And most of all, make more time for me. It has felt so good to not be tied to so many different things and have so many deliverables and the freedom to just lounge around on weekends and even some weekdays. Now, the last three boundaries I discussed were personal boundaries, but I've also implemented boundaries at work as well. I'm an executive assistant at Honeywell, and some days I'm all over the place depending on what deliverables my team has coming up. 
So in order to stay sane and ensure that I can meet these deliverables, I've implemented some boundaries such as blocking time off on my calendar for focusing on specific activities. And this turns my status on Teams and Skype to do not disturb. So it can mute all of my chat notifications. We all know when we're working and people are chatting with us and the chat notifications are going off, it gets kind of crazy, right? So I've implemented those blocks of time throughout my day so that I can focus and get things done. Also, when I'm working on site, I make sure that I bring my earbuds so I can listen to my music and block out all the conversations around me because sometimes we call it ear hustling, right? A lot of us do it. Sometimes when I hear a discussion about something I'm familiar with, I may want to, you know, add my two cents or jump in and share my insight. But what I've learned is that this turns the conversation into an even bigger and longer discussion that may not even be necessary. So what I start doing is doing my best to mind the business that pays me and stay out of the business that doesn't. Unless I'm specifically asked for help, I just stay in my lane. I've set boundaries within my schedule to not more work more than 30 minutes past my scheduled end time unless there is an urgent need because whatever work I didn't finish today will be there the next day or the next week. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you like to talk to people? Do you have something to share with the world? Well, if that is you, just like I was, I was so confused, didn't know where to start, what tools to use, what tools I needed, but I'm so excited to be partnering with Buzzsprouts. They helped me kickstart my podcast. They have all of the resources that you need, both in written form and also YouTube tutorials. And if you sign up for their paid plan, you will receive a $20 credit if you use the link in my profile bio, and you will also be helping to support the Infuse You podcast. In addition, we now offer premium content all of our Free Your Mind Friday episodes are now in our bonus episode category. And soon we will be having live stream podcast episodes with our guest speakers. Tune in in April. We are going to have two guest speakers coming up. And if you want access to that and our bonus content, please click the support show link and subscribe for as low cost of $3 per month to access all of our premium content. We appreciate all of the support and love all across the world. Keep tuning in to infuse you. Catherine created the Blissful Mind blog to help people reduce overwhelm and burnout so that they could stress less and focus on what matters. According to Catherine, there are seven ways to set healthy boundaries. Number one is to get crystal clear on your priorities. Number two, communicate what you will and will not tolerate. Three, listen to your gut instinct. Four, think about the impact of your actions. Five, do things because they make you feel good. Six, offer an alternative. And seven, be direct and firm with your answer. So we are gonna break those down. Number one, get crystal clear on your priorities. Being clear on your priorities will help you figure out what you're actually willing to spend your time and energy on. If you find yourself always putting other people's priorities above your own, it is time to change that. Communicate what you will and will not tolerate. If the people around you are always doing or saying things that frustrate you to your core, you have to put your foot down. People will never know what they're doing is unacceptable if you never tell them. They're going to keep doing it over and over again. So be that person who speaks up when people are behaving in a way that makes you feel inferior or unappreciated. If something doesn't feel right to you, make sure you do take every effort to avoid it. Number three, gut instinct. Listen to it. 
Your gut instinct is usually right. Know the difference between excitement and dread. Use that instinct to help you make decisions. Don't feel like you need to say yes to avoid hurting someone's feelings. If you can't decide whether to say yes or no to someone, there is a post that Catherine shares. It's called when to say no to an invitation. I will share the link in my profile bio so that you guys can follow her and learn more on how to do that. Number four, think about the impact of your actions. Now, something that has helped Catherine to say no is asking what type of impact an opportunity will have on her and others. So right now I want you to do the same. Ask yourself, what type of impact will this opportunity have on you and other people if you say no? Will it improve our lives? Is there something that could make a bigger impact? Think about the amount of time something will take compared to the amount of positive impact it has. If it will take up more time than it's worth, easy, say no. Number five, do things because they make you feel good. We find it too easy to try and make other people's happy, right? Why not let yourself be happy for once? Make sure you're spending time doing things that bring you joy and help you create a better work-life balance. We all know that self-care is not selfish. It is necessary. I'm going to repeat that. Self-care isn't selfish, it's necessary, and it's necessary to live a healthy life. So schedule downtime and fun activities into your calendar. Treat them like any other meeting that you would have with a client. Schedule everything around these things and don't cancel those times that you have blocked out for yourself. Number six, offer an alternative. If someone asks you to do something and you don't think you're the right person for the job, Offer an alternative, recommend a friend, a coworker, or some kind of tool that can help get the job done. If you hate being unhelpful, this option gives you an opportunity to be cooperative without having to take on the task yourself. Now this number six hit home for me because as I told you guys, I hate saying no, especially to my friends and the people that I love. I always wanna help people. So I am gonna really focus on offering an alternative. There are so many different tools that are out there that are available. Um, and just like I do, I go out on Google and do research and try to find things that help me. So I'm going to work on in the future, sending those tools to them versus trying to jump on a call or help them do it myself. Because sometimes that takes time away from other things that I have planned to do. All right. Number seven and the final one, be direct and firm with your answer. Don't let people talk you into or out of things. You can still be kind yet firm at the same time. Your friends might get bummed that you won't make it to the party, but they should be able to get over it and respect your decision. Okay, so don't be a people pleaser. That was me once. I had to learn that it's not about everybody else. I have to put myself first, my family first, and then everyone else. You're not going to be able to make every event. You're not going to be able to do all the things. So if you can't do it, you just can't do it. Remember that you are in control of your choices and your life. Don't let other people dictate this for you. Set your healthy boundaries and give yourself permission to do less people pleasing. All right. Today we talked about the importance of setting boundaries and the benefits for you and the people in your life. Mandy Hill reminds us that it is necessary and even vital 
to set standards for your life and the people you allow in it. It is vital. I'm so excited. If you follow me on social media, the news is out. Our very first live podcast will happen on Easter Sunday, Sunday, April the 9th at 1 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time. And we will be chatting it up with the amazing Donna Fisher. She is one of the creators of CTY Fitness, Commit Dance Fitness, and she's going to be talking to us about building your brand as a woman entrepreneur. So I'm so excited that she's accepted our invitation. So make sure you tune in on Easter Sunday for that. Next week, we are going to be talking about failure and how we allow it to impact us. Let's get into it. You have been listening to the Infuse You podcast. I hope that something was said today that will help you along your life journey. Until next time, continue to do you, be you, and infuse you. Be blessed.